and welcome to day 41 of a year of war and peace i'm logan i'm brett and today we are talking about volume one part two chapter 16 indeed let's An- see uh- andre's still on his suicide mission uh, of course where else would he be he heads up to uh, the the hill where the artillery battery is set that overlooks kind of the whole yes. battlefield and we get this long description of the masses of French troops um, that were in and around the village of Schoengraben. And he starts sketching because he's an artist. He does. He starts sketching out the lines and the, the lay of the land. And he's got a new hobbit. Uh, a, not hobbit. Hobby. <laughs> a new hobby. We were just talking about hobbits. And he uh, starts sketching out the lay of the land and where all the different men are for the Russians and the French. And he starts uh, coming up as a student of military history. He begins to plan uh, how he would respond to mm. the to the battle. He gets to prepare his tactics, which he is, of course, going to share with Bagration and then is going to save <laughs> the battle. He's going to save the world. This is literally me playing War of the Rings. I was going to say, this is me after playing Napoleon Total War. This is literally me when <laughs> we sit down and play. This is me playing Fire Emblem Three Houses. <laughs> this is literally what it looks like. I sit there with my little Nintendo Switch and I play. <laughs> Yeah. This is me when I was like 12 years old playing Total War games for the first time and then like reading about historical battles where people were defeated and being like, I would never have made that mistake if I was that commander. Classic blunder. If you considered that, that they moved their 12th rank, <laughs> you would never have done that. When he lost, why didn't he just load a save and try it a different way? So true. Me playing Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Andre is looking over the battlefield, sketching out his plans, thinking about his strategy, and he hears from a hut nearby a discussion between a few soldiers, a rather philosophical discussion oh. Dude, about this what is lies so me beyond at, death. This is so me at war. This, <laughs> this is me when I wake up in the morning. Yeah, this, is, this is you just normally. This is you <laughs> on an average day. I've been dreaming a lot about death recently. Like, you this cannot is, blame me. This is you when you see, like, a wilted flower on your walk home. but tushin is saying that um if you knew what could happen beyond death you wouldn't be afraid of dying and it's only the the lack of knowing that makes you afraid to die having a having a little hamlet moment here he's right though tolstoy's ripping off shakespeare hack hack there are no ideas presented in this book that aren't in hamlet this actually might just be a hamlet adaption (laughs) it is thank god (laughs) i was waiting for one of those (laughs) But they're discussing, they're having this little philosophical discussion about death, and Andre recognizes Tushin as one of the um, as one of the speakers. Yes, and he's very he's very well spoken. He is. He's quite well spoken. He's he is very like full of wisdom. Typical of a man who does have his shoes off in the dining hall. He seems like a wise. He seems like a wise man. I want to know more about Tushin. Yeah, where does he big, come from? I'm a big Tushin fan. I'm intrigued. Tushy Nation. Let me hear you roar. <laughs> Drop a like. He makes homemade vodka. He does. And offers it to, uh, to many. He's, a gener- he's generous. He's crafty. He's intelligent. He's philosophical. Ladies. 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 Come get your tushy. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the ladies at? Come on. Where are the ladies at? And then the chapter comes to an abrupt end when in the middle of their philosophical yes. discussion, a cannonball flies over. And crashes into the hill and everybody rushes out as the French artillery begins firing the battle. I love the description of this cannonball. 
the near, near, faster, louder, louder, faster, the cannonball, also not quite saying everything it wanted to say, thudded into the ground not far away. Yeah. Oh, so good. It's really good. Not quite saying everything it wanted to say <laughs> yeah. was such a good, like, addition. I, one thing about me is I'm a sucker for repetition. Like, you have the beginning of a sentence, and then you just reverse it and say it again at the end of the sentence. Mm-hmm. Whew, I eat that up every time. <laughs> But the the addition of the not quite saying everything it wanted to say. Yeah. So good. It's so good. Because it also is like a parallel to like the human experience of like your life being cut short. Whereas like this thing that deals so much damage mm-hmm. is also like having its time. I don't I don't know, man. That, that, was, <laughs> that hit different. Damn, that was good. Deep with that cannonball. That cannonball did get deep in the ground. Let me tell you, it did not not into not into who it wanted. No, as it wanted, not, not it didn't quite say what it wanted to say. It didn't, dude. Poor, did not. Poor guy. Give him another shot. Load him back up. Load him back up and send him back. <laughs> yeah, the Russians are like, okay, we're gonna roll down the hill. <laughs> roll down the hill. Okay, can you catch it? No. Okay, st- stand away. Step away. But uh, Tushin rushes out with his pipe in his mouth. Yes, he does. I imagine him with like a long mustache. Oh yeah. Like he's got one of those that's like like a handlebar mustache, but it comes down. Mm-hmm. And it like mm-hmm. it's like whoo. <laughs> you can't see what I'm gesturing, but it like comes down over the corners of his mouth yeah. and like it like goes into his he doesn't have a beard though. It just kind of dangles down. Think he's still barefoot? Think, mm. you, think you put shoes on? Yeah. In I my like brain. It. I he's like, like it. he's like holding his pipe. He's like kind of shorter, but he's like wiry. And he's got like his little <laughs> his little feet and he's like puffing his pipe and he has a monocle. It does call him diminutive. Actually, actually so. he's a monocle though. Oh. He's like he's like Fire <laughs> oh, his whole character. <laughs> it's my new character. I'm keeping him in my type five. <laughs> You're type five. Yeah, it's just character work. Interesting. You know, us actors, we never stop <laughs> acting. I'm not an actor. I've never been an actor. I don't know why I said that. Sorry. You're always life is a performance. This cannonball was performing. To be a, to woman, be a woman is to perform. <laughs> to be a cannonball. <laughs> to be a cannonball is to perform. To be a cannonball is to never quite say what you wanted to say. Oh God, get that one to TikTok poetry. <laughs> <laughs> They'd go crazy with that. TikTok doesn't have the attention span for this book. Maybe they should. Or they could, since it's only about four pages of reading a day. I don't know why I'm pitching it 41 episodes in, but <laughs> I hope if you're here, you hey. understand the concept. <laughs> hey, did you know that if you read more, one chapter of one piece a day for a year, <laughs> you'll finish it in a year? Because I just learned that, actually. If you're tuning in on this episode, this is actually part of a series where you can roll it back a few episodes while reading a book <laughs> called War and Peace by Leo Tolstoy. Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> rankings short chapter, not really short, very very brief. We look at the so we're gonna do Tushin, okay. Andre, and the Cannonball. Oh, most likely to join an improv troupe in college. Ooh, Tushin, number one. I would say number one. He just seems like he's he seems like if he was in like the friend group, I think he'd just go along, you know, yeah. with whatever happens. He, he's he, like, could, he's like he a could, chill guy. Yeah, he could he could rip it. He wouldn't even he wouldn't be he would be like the one who was in the improv group who like wasn't a theater kid. Yeah, he's just like a dude who like his buddy was like, hey, you should audition, and he was just he's just a natural at it. Yeah. Um. So I'd say Tushin, and then the cannonball. Period. Because she she never is able to say what quite she wants to say. She's always she has these ideas, but then other people bowl over them in the improv. Yeah. She's and, not in a very good improv troupe. 
They're not very good at improving. Well, she's all right, but yeah, the other people are kind of yeah. They're they're all like a they all have done it for longer together, and so they get their little inside jokes, and she's not really in on them. But then Um, it's like not fun to watch. Yeah, exactly. It's only fun for the other like four people that are doing the improv with themselves, and poor Cannonball is is left out on her own. Like a cannonball. And I feel like Andre is too a little too stiff and serious. Yeah. Andre would not be good at improv. No. Andre would be bad at Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. He'd be real he'd be really bad. I feel like maybe he'd start he'd he might warm up to it though. He would he would warm up to it, but he'd be like he like wouldn't really understand the wording of anything. And be like, well why can't I do this? I would just do this <laughs> in real life. Yes. Yes. <laughs> No, man, that's not how it works. <laughs> Go back to Russia and play like play like a war game with him. Yeah. And he's like, well, in real battle, this is not how this happens. Because I've been to real battle. Yeah. You, and you haven't. You wouldn't. This is super unrealistic. Um, but yeah, I would say I would say Tushin rocks it, then Cannonball, then Andre. Came like a cannonball. That's chapter 16, everybody. All right, everyone. Talk to you tomorrow.